Welcome back to the Gracefield CEO Podcast. Today, I'm chatting about how to build a collaborative team culture remotely. If you are someone who has a team already and you care about the people who you've been trusted with and you want to build that collaborative community inside of your business where people rave about what it's like to work with you, then this episode is for you. And this episode is also for you if you are on someone's team and in charge of building a team, collaboration, and culture. Typically, this could be a COO, an online business manager, or anyone who has some supervisor responsibilities. And let's not forget that if we are on a team, then we want to be a part of that collaboration and team culture building process. We want to be a contributor, not a bystander. So let's gear up for an awesome episode about building teams well. Let's get to it. I'm Jillian Dalberry, your fellow business friend and your host of the Gracefield CEO podcast. When you tune in with me every other week, you will get practical steps in growing your business gracefully while juggling all the other amazing or challenging things going on in your life. I believe in building deep connections, building your business on strong values, serving our clients really well, and approaching boundaries and conflict in our business with a whole lot of grace. If you are ready to grow your business your way with ease, stick with me, friend. It's time to be a Gracefield CEO. All right, friends, this is such a cool topic because there are so many people who have started their business thinking that they would just be a solopreneur. And then they started to see some success and maybe the work kept building and you realize that you needed more people on your team. And maybe you got excited about that. Maybe you are ready to bring people into the fold to help you serve who you feel called to serve. Or maybe you've pushed back on it. Maybe you thought, I run a household and a calendar and kids activities, and I just don't want to manage more people. (laughs) I resonate with that. But somehow you have found your way into this really amazing collaborative space where women business owners are in support and sharing our gifts with each other, and generously supporting each other's businesses and breaking competition at its roots. That is the space that we are in. And that's pretty incredible if you ask me. I'm extremely grateful for it and reflective on that a lot. And then sometimes I get overwhelmed by, okay, well, this is going well, but now what? Now what do I do? I've been blessed with this amazing business. I've been blessed with people who are bought into my mission. I've been blessed with amazing people to help me grow this thing. But I have no experience or idea of how to build a team culture. Well, I have got your back. Because as someone who has been in multiple levels of other people's businesses, from administrative to organizational and strategic to coach, I can tell you that it is so much easier than I assure you're making it out to be. It's so approachable and attainable, and you can do it in these four ways that I am about to share with you. I know time is precious, so you know I'm going to get to the point. Okay, the first thing that we need to do in order to build a strong team culture that is collaborative is giving our team access. Now, Not everyone needs access to everything, and not everyone needs access to you, okay? I'm actually going to say that again because I think you might need to hear it. Not everyone needs access to everything, and not everyone needs access to you. But 
I'm not just talking about access to you. I'm talking about access to all the tangible things in your business, like your Google Drive or your filing system or your inbox or your schedule. The list goes on and on of all the things that make your business work, right? But like I said, not everyone needs access to everything. But the most important thing is to determine who needs access to what to be successful in their job. This is going to require trust. If you're a business owner, this is going to require you to be vulnerable and trust the people on your team. If you are in a support role in someone else's business, it's going to require you to be trustworthy and to build that trust through the work that you do together. Trust is absolutely necessary to move forward in this. If you are lacking trust on your team, I want you to identify why. Is it because this person is not the best fit for the role that they're in? Is there something about the person that maybe doesn't fully align with your values? Maybe their values are different than yours and something just doesn't sit well. Or does this person embody the values of your company? And lastly, does this person have buy-in to the mission of your business? If any of those answers are no, then that needs to be your starting point because you do not need to give access to anyone that you do not trust with that access. Being wise in this is going to save you a lot of heartache and money in the long run because if you have to remove a bad egg from your team after they've had access, that could result in so much more complicated struggles that will likely cost you more money. Now, those are not impossible to overcome, but it will feel a lot harder to trust someone in the future. So it just we just stress the importance of finding the right person on your team in the forefront. So once you explore the trust factor, I want to make sure that everyone on your team has appropriate access to the things that they need access to. To one, protect your time and energy, and two, be successful in their role. The next thing I want you to do is build SOPs for your team members. Now, this doesn't fully fall on you. Sometimes other people on our team can produce SOPs for the next person. And if that's a possibility, say yes to it. Allow it to happen. When you've got the right people on your team, they're going to want to take things off of your plate. So if they're trying to do that, please let them. (laughs) Please say yes to this. Now, whether it's you or someone else, I want you to prioritize making these SOPs and I want you to make them as approachable as possible. There are multiple ways to build an SOP and you can have as little or as much information in it as needed to get the job done. It could be as formal or as relaxed as you want it to be, but the main thing that I want you to make sure that it has is clarity. The steps need to be simple. We don't need paragraphs. We need step by step. If this SOP needs context, then there's absolutely a place for that. And I want you to make sure that you pull out those areas and put it in a note section or a comment somewhere close to the SOP. But the main point of an SOP is to teach someone how to go from A to B. And empowering them to complete something is to tell them the step-by-step process of what needs to happen and what the outcome should be. As far as the medium goes, you could record a Loom video or you could type out a step-by-step, or you could use a software like Scribe or Tango, 
where it records your steps and screenshots things as you're doing it. These are great tools to use. And if you're already doing something on a regular basis, all you have to do is hit record. And by the time you're done with that task, the SOP is made. And this is what I mean about making it approachable and working for you in your normal rhythms. If you're a CEO and you're like, oh gosh, where do I even start making an SOP? I need to do 10,000 things and an SOP is one of them. If this is you and this is where your mindset is, think about what you can record on your normal daily rhythms that you can turn into an SOP, okay? Make these approachable. Don't feel like you have to sit there and map out every single step from your memory. That's, that takes up so much mental capacity. Please don't do that to yourself. And that is a mistake I see people making all the time. They put create SOP on a task list. So it becomes an additional task on their list rather than something they're already doing. So then naturally the task gets put off because it's another task on your list. So after you've got the SOPs and you've given them access, I want you to empower your team to learn your preferences. If you have a specific way you want things done or a part of your value system is making sure that something specific happens or everything that you produce in your business needs to be or to some level of standard, I want you to empower your team in buying into that. I want you to empower them to learn how each other works, how you work, what supports other people. I have been on a team where a team member needed someone to help her prioritize her tasks. She just really struggled with knowing what was most important. So anytime another person on the team came up with something in a collaborative meeting for this person to do, they made sure to tell her what was the most important tasks for her to do first. This team took the guesswork out of it for her because they knew she needed help prioritizing what was important to that particular team member. If you're the CEO of your business, you want your team to learn your preferences as well as the preferences of your team, not so that everyone can bend over backwards and exert more energy than necessary, but more so to help things move smoothly. And this builds a collaborative culture that supports everyone's different skill sets, gifts, and opportunities for growth. And lastly, The thing you're going to do to build a collaborative team culture is to give them permission. I mean this in the most literal sense. Give them permission to make decisions. Give them permission to take initiative. Give them permission to make a mistake. Give them permission to take the time to be supportive and collaborative with each other. It might feel like overkill to even say this out loud, but I assure you that the people who work in your business and help support it need to be told that they have permission to do the thing. You might feel like you've over-communicated that or that it's understood already based on their role or previous communications, but you need to continually remind them that they have permission to do what they need to do to be the best at their job. Don't underestimate the power of being very clear and reiterating things with them. Now, I said I would give you four things to do, but really there's a fifth thing. And that fifth thing is to celebrate when you see your team being collaborative. 
If you see two people collaborating on something on their own, I want you to celebrate that and tell them how excited you are to see that culture and see them doing it. I want you to point it out and celebrate it and make sure that they know they are doing an excellent job. Another thing to not underestimate the power of is telling someone you're grateful for them and that they're doing a good job. I guess that's your sixth thing. We can sometimes get so overwhelmed and busy and distracted by other things that we don't take time to pause and thank our team and tell them that they are doing a good job. Point out specific things that they've done, even if it's really, really small and even if it's understood that they're going to accomplish it. If they did it really well, tell them. This also builds that collaborative empowerment team culture that you really, really want for your business. I hope that this is helpful to you and that you were able to implement some of these things for your team, but also for yourself. This supports everyone in business, not just high-level CEOs or business owners. It supports everyone on the team. And I encourage you to share this episode with someone on your team who or who has a team. Encourage them to take these necessary steps in building an incredible collaborative team culture. You will not regret it. Until next time, I'm cheering you on, friend. Talk to you soon. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I'm so grateful you're here and would love to connect with you. After you subscribe to the show, come hang out with me on Instagram at Jillian Dalberry. See you there.